the Doc 616, the podcast on all things nerdy, where we do crazy crap like beatbox and talk about comic books and video games and movies and books and stuffs and things. Listen to us every week as we talk about your favorite nerdy fandoms. All right. Well, welcome. we are here. Yeah. That was a cool intro. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you've never heard <laughs> Is that the first time you heard it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Same thing here. Um, it's a great yes. intro. Yes. Hillary that is what so. happens when you mess around with the soundboard. Like <laughs> this. You make an intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, welcome to this episode. Uh, we have a full table of people here. Yeah, get closer um, to your mic, man. Um, okay, well, I physically cannot, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Move your mic closer okay, to you. Speak up! Just right there. Oh, okay. Well, that was good until it... Right there. Technical okay. difficulties. Uh, okay. So, we have a full table of people here, so I'll just start the introductions now. Hello, I am Matt, the chaotic evil moon baron. <laughs> this is Mike, talking on the mic. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. All right. The show's <laughs> over. <laughs> you are not newlyweds anymore. <laughs> Don't touch his buddy. Are we on me? <laughs> <laughs> I that? am the Oracle, apparently. Terrible person. <laughs> I am Han Solo. Sup, everyone? Han Solo? Han Solo. 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 No, Just one. Yeah. Just one. You're Hillary. Yeah. Nobody can hear me. Hillary. Oh, uh, I'm Hillary. Hi. Yay, hi, Hillary. Hi, Hillary. <laughs> Uh, I'm Josh, the button pusher. It doesn't push um, button. <laughs> at least not tonight, but that's okay. I'm pushing Josh's buttons today. You're pushing the buttons of the button. Correct. I'm Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great and powerful Steve. Tracy, the lumpy Indian. The lumpy Indian? Yes. Okay. That is a good one. I love it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Aww. Hey, so Jake told me he might be here tonight, but I think he was wrong. Jake uh, is always he's wrong. Do we because have one of those for that? Oh, if there might be. There's, there's a, a, there's a few, We have a few buttons for that. Jake is wrong! Yeah! <laughs> Perfect. It's just yellow. Uh, oh, okay. We have, a, we have soundboard buttons. That's like what that was Nine for. of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. doing oh, to be it? fair, there's seven multiple of those. languages too. <laughs> multiple languages. That's great. It is multiple languages. Awesome. So. Anyway, anyways, uh, welcome to this episode. It's been fan. It's been a pretty fantastic week for people that are fans of stuff because there's so many things coming out. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's go with the first and not the, the least important thing of all time. But what? Uh, I'd say the most the least important thing. Not really our thing usually, but I know a lot of people that listen to us are yeah. big fans. Yeah. Uh, Taco Bell has uh-huh. Mexican pizza coming back. Yay! It, it's, a, it's about time. I am That's a all fan. I can say. And it's going to be a permanent menu item. Awesome. Oh, Why they so ever took it away in the first place kind of still baffles it me. It's beyond me. I think it was a I couldn't care less about the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. Yeah. It's like my least favorite thing I've ever tried there. Oh, okay. You want to hear the sadder thing? Is I can't eat it. Oh. That is sad. That is so, a sad day. So it went away, and I was like, it went away. And then I realized, that I can't. There's no physical yeah, way. So I can you were eat okay that. with it going away because you can't eat it anyway. Well, no, no. I could eat it when it went away. Oh, yeah. Now it's coming back, and you can't. And now everybody's like, it's back. 
you want to get one? I'm like, I sure would. If I could. If I could. So there'll be a time when you will be able to. If it's a permanent menu item, and maybe in the Possibly, yeah. Well, possibly, you know, I'm feeling bad. Hoping. You know, as a Taco Bell connoisseur, I, still, I, I uh, definitely feel like I get this in the feels. It, yeah, it's there, I mean, back. when it came back a little for a little bit earlier this year, I had people at work buying like five of them. Well, and, and that's the whole reason. People. Shortage happened, so thank you yeah. to those people. <laughs> I, I never got to, to get one while I mean, that happened, so were all thanks eaten. everyone that like, had they, five, ordered five at a time. So Yeah, they, they were all eaten, though, so. Well, that's you know. good. Josh, at I'm least it was you a, good, a good home, a good place. <laughs> you know, that is coming back. Is it, it is good, so. I saw Ultimately. it on no less than four websites while I was looking up nerdy news. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. It's like the first thing on like every website. I think the first thing that. would be like Mountain Dew of any flavor that's not just normal Mountain Dew would be like the nerd thing. They have those too when they come out, like the, yeah. the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew or the other <sighs> weird ones. Yeah, flaming. It's like they come out with a new flavor yeah. every like month. Cheetos so. flaming hot. Oh, yeah. Now there's a Mountain Dew. It's, a, it's, it's an intersectional innovation. It's spicy Mountain Dew. Good. It does not <laughs> taste like corn, so there's that. <laughs> so, uh, another thing making the news. Uh, HBO has announced they are going to do their own podcast, an officially sponsored HBO podcast for uh, Game of Thrones House of the Dragon. So basically, they're going to follow their own show. And so instead of like a fan podcast, they're doing an officially sanctioned one. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. It is them trying to tell you what's important. I mean, uh-huh. which is yeah. I, I which like podcasts, but it's kind of like they should probably leave that to super fans. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like no, I, I feel like that's a little like, oh, hey, we're, we're going to talk the stuff that we think you should talk about but like yeah and I could you know I remember when they did like stuff for like the talking dead for the walking dead uh-huh. that was pretty that was a good idea that worked out pretty well because they could actually talk to the stars of the show but I feel like the officially sanctioned podcast about the show just seems a little bit too on the nose for HBO yeah I mean unless they do something like have maybe other actors and actresses come in that are fans and yeah. talk about it or get that, their reaction that might be interesting for sure I could see them maybe doing something like that, but yeah, it is kind of weird. It is a little odd for like a TV, not, you know, somebody that's famous for TV to be like, hey, now we're doing podcasts too. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now if they, you know, put out shows on podcasts, I'll, I'll be more than happy to listen. Uh, <clears throat> I know they do put out a lot of pretty quality stuff, usually. I'm still burned on Game of Thrones, so I'm not sure if I'm going to watch this. Yeah, no. It... Like all of it, or just the last... Well, no, the, all, the last thing made everything worse for me. Like, oh, yeah. Because it was like, cause it was like yeah. a setup, and then you're like, this is awesome, and then you're like... <laughs> I, um, I, I didn't watch it like most people did over years and years, which, granted, that probably would have been worse, but uh, I did watch it over about the uh, about two months. And, uh, yeah. I watched it, like, season by season, and I think the last, like, couple seasons I watched together... I heard the last season was going to be really good, so oh, yeah. I like like, like or at least the first parts of it were really good. So I started marathoning it. Yeah. Uh, so my friend and I could watch the last part together. Yeah. It was very disappointing because then we didn't watch the last part together because we kind of gave up. I wish they all just died. Yeah. 
It probably would have oh. been better, honestly. Oh. Say all. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. Hey, Steven's gone. Yeah, He'll yeah. be back here. Yeah, where did he go? Just he a moment. <clears throat> so, in, uh, oh. in some sad news, uh, Michelle Nichols, who played Uruhara on. Uhura. Uhura? Yes. Uhura. Get your Star Trek right, bro. Okay. <laughs> she was uh, in the one with Anakin. She died. Uh, she died this week. So, uh, at eighty-nine. <laughs> I'm not laughing about that. I know. <laughs> More the situation. That's okay. Uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, she did pass away, which is kind of sad. A lot of. I know. While we don't usually follow Star Trek super closely here all the time, mm-hmm. it is something to mention. You know, heart goes out to the families and. People that were really affected. Yep. Yeah, she really was awesome. sad. She was really cool. I liked her in Futurama. Yeah, she was really good in Futurama. I've been through actually. all the original Star Treks multiple times throughout my life, and she was pretty epic. Yeah, she was. So that yeah, that's the Star Trek, the big Star Trek news of the week. Um, <clears throat> Josh uh, is getting ready to so, spin us the whole podcast. Coming out in comic book comic book news. Um, Marvel has announced that they are going to celebrate Halloween with uh, Trick or Read comics. So basically they are doing smaller size comics to put in your Trick or Treat uh, to give out during Halloween. Uh, they also will be giving them out at your local comic book shop. So if you are a comic book fan or you got kids, take them to the comic book shop on the 29th. That's when they'll be releasing the Trick or Read comics. That's cool. That it sounds awesome. like you're saying trickery. Comics. Trickery comics. Just kidding. They're not comics. Uh, gotcha. It's just a picture book. With words. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Can you watch it on YouTube? No, nobody can read these books on YouTube. I I mean, actually, there's Comic Storian. He can he does that. Yeah. Does that Basically, yeah. yeah. Right. What? More or less. DC is also celebrating their 30th anniversary of the Death of Superman comic book. Uh, it was one of their more iconic comic books, so they're re-releasing some of the issues with uh, new art. A couple of new, um, new covers of the 30th anniversary. Trying to get through some of some of these are stories that I don't. I some of these are stories or some of these are links, and they don't really tell say what that's a prequel of. Oh, there we go. Gotham. Uh, yes. So Gotham Knights is gonna the Gotham Knights video game is receiving a prequel comic as well. So if you are a fan of that, I would highly suggest checking that out. Uh, Gotham Knights it looks like a really fun game, and the story looks really interesting. So I bet the prequel comics are going to be pretty good. That's that's awesome too because. I'm a Mortal Kombat fan, and on one of the one of the games, they did a bunch of prequels before the game came out, and it was a really cool set up the story for all the new characters that they added and whatnot. So we'll probably get some of that in this, and that's another Warner Brothers property right there. So it sounds like they're kind of following that blueprint. Yeah, and a lot of times they're they're doing a good job with their games and comics that are related to their games. They're doing a fantastic job with that. Um, 
unfortunately, some of their movie stuff isn't doing so hot, but uh, their game, their games and comics are doing pretty good. So I'm okay with that, as long as they keep that going and maybe try to do some more movie stuff. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, it'd be nice. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and just up their game on it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I mean, they, so they do still have a Green Lantern series coming out for on HBO Max, I believe. Uh, I believe that one is... I think that's another animated series, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it looked like... Basically, as long as they're still trying to release stuff, I like them to keep trying, even though some stuff didn't come out or wasn't as good as it could be. Because their DC animated Damn. stuff used, well, at a certain point was really good. Like, it was better than Marvel, honestly. Uh, so I really hope they continue on with that. All right. Uh, coming up next... Um, things. Things. Uh, stuff. Yes. Things and stuff. Uh, and things. So, uh, <clears throat> HBO and Discovery have now be- are now becoming one. Discovery Plus are becoming one network, essentially. Mm-hmm. And by now, he means next year. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. they're they're doing that next. They're officially becoming it in January of next year, starting in twenty twenty three. But they're moving stuff over. Yeah, I really feel like that's kind of a smart move on their part, just for the reason you know, Disney. They have Disney Plus and Nat Geo and a bunch of other things. So in order to stay competitive, you know, bringing on Discovery with HBO, kind of have all your entertainment all in one package. So or just get rid of it. That's like, like the doing. original Discovery Channel, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Exactly. And I, I'm sure that goes into play with a lot of the moves like Warner Brothers has made since they're linked in with. HBO and everything, so I know we heard about Batgirl and all that. So yeah. So I think that's all part of it. They're just kind of putting a hold on everything till all this goes through. Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Amazing Spider-Man freshman year has also been announced for TV. Uh, it looks like this is going to be a very, like a Spider-Man, a full season of a Spider-Man What If, basically. Um, looks pretty interesting, so I think we it's going to be great. I'm definitely going to check that out. Big Spider-Man fan. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of Spider-Man, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, I don't know if you've heard uh, or seen the, uh, they just released these new, you know those costume dinosaurs, the big blow-up ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They just released Spider-Man ones. They actually had them at San Diego, and they've just released them now. They were a news story. So it's a Spider-Man dinosaur. Dude. It's pretty cool. cool. I want to see Venom okay. ones. They are oh, Venom. They have a Venom one. Oh, sweet. So we have Jake on the line. Okay. Oh, dear. Can we you got... hear us, Jake? What's up? Yeah, I can hear hey, you. Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? We can hear you, man. That's good. I could uh, I feel color and uh, taste sounds. Oh, good. Mm. Wow. That's, That's impressive. Good. I'll have what he's having. Um, 
I don't think you want what he's having. <laughs> what kind of cup of Sumatra did you drink, man? So I guess. Oh man, you it's and that new. Uh, it's that new drink from Best Slip called uh, LSD. I don't know <laughs> why, but it was fantastic. I feel like if you ask those guys for something, if you go say, "Can you make a drink called LSD?" I don't know what they give you, but I'm scared. I'm Cord would make something amazing. He probably would, but so anyway, you and Matt and Kettle are gonna talk about number two of the Vader because I think you three are the only ones that have read it. Yeah, I'll okay. kind of keep mine uh, simple and sweet, essentially. But uh, this issue, compared to the last one, wasn't that good. Like the art was okay, um, the cover was cool. You know, and the story was just kind of dry compared to the first issue, if I'm being honest. Like, the first issue was so good, and the art was just so phenomenal that it was uh, – I, I personally, I felt like it was going to be hard to follow up with, with anyways. Uh, but for me, it just kind of felt uh, like a filler issue almost. So if you guys are not familiar with what we're going through, we're going through Vader Dark Visions from the Marvel comic. Uh, and – uh, yeah, it was a little more dry. So the first one was basically Darth Vader's a knight. This one was don't screw up. Yeah, he works for Darth Vader. Uh, and basically this guy's like trying real hard and fails miserably pretty much. And it's just him being stressed yeah. the whole comic. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was basically like if Darth Vader was like that really mean like uh, supervisor at work threatening to write him up kind of a situation. So and like, like So like Dark It, it Dark was just, <laughs> Not really. No, because it was like he didn't even really Darth Vader him like very well. You know, like it was just kind of like one of those things where he's just like no pizza party for the crew on Monday if you fail. Like kind of a, it was just it wasn't it wasn't a good Vader story, and it just like it just showed it was, it was boring. I, I'm I'm just gonna have to say that like it just we've seen this side of him like a thousand times, and like we get it, and it was just it felt like a filler issue, which with I think like a, a small run like this, you know, whether it's a five part or six part like mini event or series, I feel like you really shouldn't have fillers. Like all the issues in my opinion should be similar to the first one that we got. And the first issue was phenomenal for it to be followed up with this. It was kind of just like, okay, like cool. So is it like a filler episode, like anime style? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that bad. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not as bad as like an anime style thing, but the, I mean, there is some cool stuff. They, I can't remember what are the planet, uh, the worms that live in like the asteroids. Giant right. ones. Yeah. What are those called? I forgot. Space I, slugs. Just space space slugs. slugs. Thank you. I thought I for some reason I thought there was another name. Uh, and I couldn't think of it. Anyways. Yep. I'm gonna uh, say this. They, I'm just gonna say this real quick. Jake is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, simply, oh. I agree on the fact that it was definitely slow. Um, I didn't read the first one, so I don't have that comparison. Okay. But. Um, as far as sticking to Vader's character, Vader is very kind of that dark, um, 
yeah, I'm going to kill you if you yeah. if you mess up kind of character. And I guess this does show a good aspect of, like, how people see Vader. Because the first one was, like, people seeing Vader as, like, a, a savior, basically, because he came to their planet and killed the biggest thing. But in this one, it seems like, yeah, working yeah. for Vader. Well, and, and just that whole thought, putting myself in the character's kind of shoes. Um, yeah, if, if I was him, I'd be trying to do everything possible. Because I... In, in the comic, you know, it shows the classic scene of um, there's this guy that fails, so he force chokes the guy out in front of him and says, hey, you do better next time or same thing will happen to you. <laughs> so, you know. Right. It's, it, it, like I said, it's just like a it's, – it's a point of – it's a view of Vader that we've seen a hundred times, um, you know – Josh, I would 100% recommend reading the first yeah, issue. Like, definitely you gonna do that. One, yeah, and saw this. Like, you would definitely be like, we got this really cool point of view on like how some people view Vader, and like, I don't mind if they even like had like a, a menacing point of view, but from just like a perspective that we haven't already seen. You know what I'm saying? It's just like sure. they just uh, they played it safe on this issue, and I just kind of. I really wasn't looking for that for this do you, run. Do you, you think know? they were trying to maybe create like a nostalgia back to some of the original? I don't know. Just I think that they were displaying maybe. something that had to, like basically had to be displayed. Yeah, it's like one of those. Hey, in order to keep it Vader real, like you, know, you gotta yeah, you, like, you gotta include. You this can't in have there. a Vader story without showing the people that work for him or fear him. Right. Right. I, I mean, I, I I get that, but like as for for me personally, like I said, I would have kept it like the uh, the theme, or necessarily like the track that they were on with the first issue. It's not that this one wasn't bad, um, but if I were to have to like compare the two, the first one blew this one way out of the water right off the bat. You know, granted this is only issue two, um, we still have like three other issues to go through. You know, and if like four out of five. You know, then I'd, I'd be satisfied with you know. So yeah, I'll definitely go back and reread that, or not reread, but read the first time through the first one. Um, probably have a better perspective the, on that. I will say, yeah, that, and oh, sorry. Keep, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, and uh, the the thing with the first one, Josh, is what you love is, dude. The art's fantastic. The imagery's great. The storytelling is is phenomenal. It's just a a really good issue overall. You know and. Like I said, I was just a little disappointed we went from that to this. You know, sure. like if, if if this issue didn't follow up, um, what we had previously, I don't think I would be like as bad in my mind. And I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying like it's not I didn't the love best it, that you know? could, could ever be. Yeah, for sure. Right. No, and, yeah. I, and again, I agree that it was really dry. Um, just kind of drug out with the one character being the main focus so right for sure cool yeah it just it just felt like an average tuesday kind of a a read yeah when it comes to vader you know i just want to point out really quick there's one panel that's a close-up of the guy's face and his eye is like twitching it's fantastic that's pretty fantastic Uh, (laughs) oh yeah I was I was just looking at 
pictures on on Matt's phone here. And yeah. That guy's face, man. Anytime <laughs> one of them's like in trouble or really worried, man, it feels like that's what it feels like wearing a target. Wait, right is now. that is that Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's Mike. Hey, yeah, Mike's Dude, here. Dude, you you suck, man. The <laughs> one night I don't show up is when you show up. What? Come on, dude. I don't know. It's funny. No, I'm so, over here, like, popping pills like I'm in a candy shop, and Mike's like, oh, I'm going to go to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. Just like that same laugh and everything, just like Elmo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, 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 hey. That's trademark. <laughs> Jake, no está correcto. <laughs> no, uh, I do have to give. Um, I do have to give a little bit of props for the flying through the space lug thing, though. Yeah, that, that looked pretty cool. cool. That was a pretty yeah. cool visual. And fitting the entire yeah. spaceship inside the slug. Well, kind of. That was kind of. Almost looked like he's eating a Dorito. <laughs> I mean, fair. is that a star destroyer? Yeah, it's a star destroyer yeah. going into a slug. Wow. That's yeah, regardless of whether this issue yeah. yeah, regardless of whether this issue felt dry or not, um, it definitely is still a good like small Vader storyline. You know, like I said, it just I don't feel like it fits with where I guess the where I thought the series was taking us. But we're only two issues in, honestly, so it's kind of hard to like put the nail in the coffin for sure until we get through all of them. Right. Agreed. Cool. Might be the only time I agree with you, Jake, but that's okay. Jake is correct. That's fine. <laughs> Whoa. Well. Oh. We don't need that I kind of negativity on our show. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So, with that, guys... Why do you have that? Guys, um, that? <laughs> we don't. That was Brian. That was live. <laughs> Yeah, guys, with that, there's a tiny green marshmallow man telling me I should follow him into the light. So I'm going to hang up and go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> well, sounds like a good time, Jake. Don't Watch out for the marshmallow yeah. man. Enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy, man. This hallucination brought to you by Best Slope Coffee. So uh, I'd like to say that also I think the, uh, we came up with a new nickname for Jake, uh, Skippy. Skippy, oh, Skippy, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, bye, Jake. Right, here's, bye the, Jake. here's the sound of you leaving. Bye, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> did you hang awesome. up on him too? Yes, I did. Nice <laughs> timing, fantastic. <laughs> oh, okay, well, oh man. So, is there? Oh, we got. I'll just grab a couple that are we got, fairly important. Got about three uh, minutes. Okay, well, we go. I'll go quick. Um, all right, so. A uh, new promo has dropped for She-Hulk. That's coming in two weeks. Uh, you can check it out. I believe that one is on Twitter. Oh, the promo is coming out in two weeks. No, the show, the show is, is coming out in two weeks. weeks. Okay. Yeah. The show is coming out in two weeks, but the promo is just dropped on Twitter. Oh, oh okay. Nice. Um, <clears throat> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie yes. has a title and a release date. So, is this an animated movie? Okay. This is an animated okay. movie. Okay. Uh, Seth Rogen's being... putting it out. Yeah. It's a CG animated oh, movie. Um, All right. I hope it's good. I hope it's yeah, good, too. too. So it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It's coming out August 4th, 2023. Seth Rogen's work is very hit or miss. It is. Yeah. So I do hope it's good, because, I mean, I've there was some Ninja Turtles stuff that's been good, and some that's been... The last one I loved was that was animated was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Batman. Yeah, that was that pretty was good. Really that, was good cool. that was pretty cool, actually. 
Absolutely. Uh, all right. And uh, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, the Batgirl movie has officially been scrapped. Oh. Uh, it is unfortunate, but yeah, yeah. it's officially gone. Um, the saddest part is Brendan Fraser not making a comeback. That is sad. I like it. Uh, it's... I've, feel it's bad that like I feel it's bad that yeah that DC didn't you know if DC is not going to put it out it must have been pretty bad because yeah. they put out stuff that was worse uh, worse stuff I didn't really yeah. love yeah um, so last there is a uh, so Idris Elba and David Leach are teaming up with Netflix for a dark for a um, adaptation of the Dark Horse comic Bang it's a spy thriller uh, put out by Dark Horse, it was, got pretty popular for popular there for a little bit uh, as far as like smaller comics go. So stuff from Dark Horse, which is you know smaller lines. But, uh, okay, I'm sorry, I have to read this post that Jake just made on the oh, chat. Oh sure. He says, guys, these drugs are giving me a bad trip. There is a mat here giving candy to babies and helping old ladies cross the street. I would never help old ladies cross the street. You and there's our new Matt bite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously he's hallucinating. I think he's better when he's hallucinating. Maybe he's more correct. <laughs> oh. And I didn't kick a puppy. Which? No, you didn't. I mean, to How be fair, you? I haven't seen a puppy lately, so... <laughs> Not one single kicked puppy. <laughs> I mean, okay, there hasn't so been a puppy within kicking distance lately, so... I think this brings us to our break. Yes, this does. When we come back, we're going to discuss uh, dum, dum, Neil dum. Gaiman's short film, uh, The Grave of St. Oren. Yes, we are. And then we are going to talk about... The Grey Man. The Grey Man. Mm. So, it's very great. Um, yeah. We'll be back. And we're back. We just Welcome watched back. The Grave of St. Oren, which is based on a folk story from Scotland with a Gaelic name, which I'm not going to try to pronounce. Yeah. Because uh, I don't have it right in front of me, and Gaelic is very hard to pronounce. It is. Uh, for, for us Americans. Garlic is definitely hard to pronounce that way. <laughs> it very much is, yes. for sure. Garlic. Thank you, Frenchie. <laughs> For sure. No soup for you. <laughs> no problem. Eh? line. <laughs> anyway, so Matt, quick quick take on that short film. So, quick take on that short film. Um, it was a little odd just because it's a folklore. Like, just because it's folklore is odd, especially uh, Scottish folklore. Is particularly strange. The uh, art style was pretty interesting. Um, it was a very weird kind of it's a style that a lot of people don't see very much where it's almost like a cutout type animation yeah it's it's like it's stop motion using actual paper yeah. oh. okay like yeah. it, it's not oh, it's it not is. fully animated it's oh it is it yeah. is they it's were using... actual stop motion oh i didn't with some traditional animation i think mixed in i believe so because we uh, one of the guys they had for the panel and stuff at san diego is i think the I think he's the guy that actually did the stop motion, him like oh, that, that part would, of it. That would make sense. Which we were trying to get a an interview with, but his schedule's packed full the whole week. So yeah, 
Yeah, that's that is unfortunate. But yeah, the the, the view is interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, Neil Gaiman right now is getting stuff all over the place. Like, I mean, you know, American Gods, Good Omens, uh, Sandman just wrote most recently. So I he uh, did Walking Dead too, didn't he? Or did he? Am I remembering wrong? Who was it? Walking Dead was Kirk. Oh, Kirkman, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's but, right. No, that's okay. Neil Gaiman does a lot of like. He does a ton. He does a ton of stuff. He's very prolific. Like a lot of, and a lot of his stories get moved to other media as well. They usually get adaptations, so that's always really cool to see. This was pretty interesting. I, like I said, I it was a little different, but I thought it was still very interesting. Yeah, the the plot line <laughs> was definitely well. It is a cultic story, so. Um, definitely not something I would normally just go out and watch. Yeah, not not typically. Not typically, fair. but um, yeah, just some of the, especially like the sky scenes. Um, they did that really well. Yeah, it was definitely not too friendly to Saint Columbo. Oh no, not at all. Those yeah. tall, skinny people. We got to watch our backs, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta watch the out tall, for the skinny guy. <laughs> you gotta watch oh out gosh. for those crows, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mentioned earlier that yeah, Neil Gaiman likes tall, skinny, dark-haired people and crows. If, and those are two things that he likes. If Mike sometimes shows up to my door wearing like monk robes and has a crow on his shoulder, um, get your yeah. shovel. I think I'm getting an idea <laughs> right? for uh, October's. Yeah. I've just thought oh. of something too. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. If I'm up. not mistaken, the last like three or four things I've seen, the stories that he has, something bad has happened to the tall, skinny, dark-haired person. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yep. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, I, I I like the artwork. Um, the music was really cool in it. I could totally see. Uh, uh, I, I see in my mind a cool trailer with that with some heavy metal <laughs> I mentioned it as we, after we finished watching it right away right. Uh, there's a couple scenes in there where you could, you could it looks like heavy metal material but even with it being the cartoon that it is and the art style it is it's, it's pretty cool the story was a little different for me too um, but it was it was a cool watch it was nice to see something different for me but yeah I thought it was pretty cool I'd say it's yeah, definitely outside the typical normal for sure. Yeah. I was getting death clock vibes too. Yeah, death clock. Definitely. Um, I really do like the artwork style. That was Neil's voice, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was him narrating. He wrote it and read it. When he's narrating his own stuff, I think that's super cool. I've been a Neil Gaiman fan for a long time. Nice. So yeah, I. Hated and loved it at the same time. But that's because I'm weird. And the story was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah. Gaelic. Gaelic. I wish the subtitles were on. That's not. Say more things that are like about the actual <laughs> video. It was a little bit hard to follow, but. Uh, yeah, the art was uh, was awesome. The music and all that was great. The story was a little bit like I don't know. You put this skinny guy in the ground and he 
saves them all, and apparently that adds great structure to the chapel, and because it holds up the rocks, kind especially of, when he's alive. Kind of reminds me of the the whole Green Knight thing. <laughs> Baseball for Brian. You are no knight. <laughs> but oh, just like no. the storytelling no. of it. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was definitely. It was interesting. It was a nice uh, little switch for the podcast to watch something like that. I like the history of stuff like that, even though I have no idea what. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look up the original story it was based off of because yes. I'm you, I'm intrigued. You yeah. Been to the island? Yes, me and Nika have been to Iona. Does it look is, like that? Well, I mean, not really, but I mean, <laughs> it's a paper stop motion. <laughs> I think you should go there. Animated film. You should draw on the wall. Steve was so here. So wait, you didn't like get off an airplane and all of a sudden everything's paper? You, that didn't happen? No. You, that's terrible. <laughs> he is not on the same Anyway, stuff. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh spoke about it already. Oh, he did. Yeah, I yeah, did. I really, I really like the visual style I actually like the whole thing. I really like creepy stories. So it's very interesting. So that's partly why I want to find the original story and read it and like compare the two. See and if then, it's creepy. Like, we, we learned a lot about Columbo when we were on Iona too, which was really cool. So just having a weird different take, like... Yeah. On some an actual historical figure is interesting. It's amazing he went from there to being a great detective in his own TV show. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, bro. You went there. I had to. That's been in that every time I hear about Columbo, Saint Columbo, that's in the back of my mind. So it's not just you. <laughs> I had to bring it forth. Anyway, so yeah. And another thing. That's a uh the gray man the gray man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But the the grave of Saint Orn, it's it's a fun, just under nine minute short film. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it just because it's interesting, worth a watch. If nothing else, for the music and the art style alone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I absolutely agree. So yeah. The Gray Man. We all watched it. It's we did. not really part our normal wheelhouse no, for the show, but the reason, well, one of the reasons that we did watch it is because we did actually go to their activation. They interviewed, they invited us as press, so I feel like we could at least follow up and check out their movie. Well, yeah, and it was actually a pretty cool activation. We got so. to run on top of a of a tram, so Super that fun. was fun. Yeah, that That's was awesome. pretty that looked cool. cool. It was fun. It was pretty interesting. Uh, I, I can't do as much as, uh, yeah, I can't do anything like Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal can, but. Uh, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. What? What? Did you watch oh, the right bro. movie? Did I, oh, what I, movie are you talking about? I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> that was Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, sorry. Yeah. I had a weird, sorry, weird brain fart there. I'm like, I apologize. Did, did, did all of us Jake miss? Yeah, yeah. No. Jake Gyllenhaal was no. no. <laughs> He's just like all of a sudden. Like sorry, I, I had a weird brain fart. I'm sorry. No, John Cena was in the movie. Yes, he was. At, at one point, about about 97 minutes in, 
you see some papers rustle in the background. That was him. That was That's also right. Jake Gyllenhaal's same scene. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been, sorry. <laughs> it could have been Drax. For me. I do apologize. Oh, we didn't even go over our weeks. Uh, that's okay. No, I just had a, a lot of stuff, so apologize. Tired. This okay. week you watched The Gray Man. I did watch The yes. Gray Man. I swear I watched the right one. I promise. Oh, yeah? What did you think of Chris Evans? Uh, I thought Chris Evans was... Uh, he, really good as a villain. Yeah. He plays <laughs> a, a really good unhinged yeah. villain. Yeah. yeah. He plays Psycho really well. Yeah. I think like so. I think like he, that scene where he got really mad and like shot the corpses. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, terrible and hilarious. So okay. So terribly. We before we go too much further, though. Hey, if you haven't seen The Gray Man and you Spoiler. want to check it out, yeah, we're gonna spoil this thing. Real hard. Spoil. So, uh, just that—that's your warning right there. You've been warned. Uh, yeah, but I—I uh, I think that Chris Evans is really good as a bad guy. In he was a bad guy in Knives Out too. I still oh, have well. watched it. We oh, yeah. That's watch right. Tonight, We're going to watch it tonight. That's a good one. Oh. That's a great movie. Oh, I've heard only good. You're watching things. it tonight. Hey, yeah, we're watching it tonight. Sorry. So don't say stuff. Well, he's, well, he's a. Jerk in that. You, that's you can see that from the trailer. Oh, Brian's already. He is an anti-hero. Yeah, but it's weird seeing him in this like, uh, and this like. Yeah, it, going from like the villain, base the main villain of anything. Mm-hmm. Going, going, yeah, this is the, like him. He's the main villain of this for sure. Going from I'd like say. Captain America oh, and yeah. Buzz Lightyear to yeah. You know how you know guy. he's the main villain? Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, he's on the breath of fresh air. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. oh my goodness, the stash. Awesome. Can we just right. talk about the stash for a minute? Yeah. Just because, yeah, that mustache is its own character. It is. It is. Uh, so I his 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 villain stash in this movie was better than um, uh, uh, Henry Cavill's villain stash in the last Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. I loved. The Although they were both stash. great. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. the point. You, you, it's so good that you love to hate. Okay, so, it, so. we're gonna rate this out of villain stashes. Absolutely, oh, yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, uh, I think Chris Evans' mustache is absolutely. Uh, I was gonna say seven so. Fingers, so, I'll give this a good four mustaches. Um, I really liked it. It's a pop. It's kind of a popcorn thing. I mean, it's not deep. You're not gonna like. It's, it's not, pretty solid. It's though. solid though. Like it's solid. just. It's, it's just, not your. It's not your 1980s run right. of the mill action film. Yeah. No, it's solid. It's a good Netflix action movie. I'm probably not gonna watch it a ton. Like I'll probably watch. I might watch it another time with somebody just to be like, hey, check this out. But I'm probably not gonna like. I don't have to go out and rewatch it. But it was really good. Yeah, no, I I agree. I'm right there with you. Um, I think it's nice. Nice seeing Captain America as a villain, and he nails it. Um, I like the fact that they kind of hit on all secret agent movies. So, like, 007, <laughs> they even make a reference to yeah. 007 oh, in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Six, uh, seven seven was taken. Was taken. So, so yeah. the important thing is, how many villain stashes do you give it? I would say, I'd say four. I give it four as well. Okay. Really good. My wife enjoyed it too, and she's not much of an action movie person, but she wow. really enjoyed that. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go with five villain Whoa. stashes. 
plus two severed villain fingers. And I think what really made it for me was the, from minute one, it was just visually beautiful, like all the way throughout. And uh, I don't know, I just really liked it, but it also was really cool when Billy Bob was like, boring. And then, <laughs> uh-huh. grenade. Yep. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Cool. But, and I thought Billy Bob was going to be the bad guy at the beginning, but he wasn't. I did at first, too. Yeah, yeah he did. Well, I mean, he, he did really seem like a bad guy. and But it's Billy Bob. It's yeah. like, you never know with him. Yeah, yeah you really like, don't. Is he the villain or is he, is he the good guy? guy? Like, is he a cantankerous old man or an evil cantankerous <laughs> old man? <laughs> I'm not sure. I always know he's going to be one of them, dude. Yeah, and anything recently, it's going to. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 50 yeah. chance. Absolutely. I'm going to go um, five out of five, specifically because of the interaction with Ryan Gosling and um, Chris Evans when he's like, oh, I thought it was you, trash dash and tight pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like totally ripped on him and totally tore down his whole outfit because his outfit and his mustache made him a creepy villain. Not just a villain, but a creepy villain. Pair that with his craziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was awesome. Chris Evans is an amazing Captain America, an amazing good guy, but he can do the polar opposite of the amazing good guy to the creepiest villain as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was it's missing just... the lime in the coconut song. <laughs> Mr. Pink or Mr. Blonde or whatever with the yeah with the torture scene and all that. Oh um, yeah. yeah, yeah. We needed that song. So yeah. I'm I might be the Debbie Downer in this group tonight. Oh, I'm giving this three and a half stars or three and a half stashes. So three full stashes and a half stash out of five. Josh is wrong. <laughs> That's true. okay. You can you can call me. Yeah, That's fine. We Agreed. respect all opinions. We do not. But go on, Josh. We we respect people having opinions <laughs> as long as they're the right. And ones. I'll go over my reasons here after Steve gives his rating. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Cool. Go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Everybody else did. I want to know about that half stash. Well, That's okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, it, for for me, I, I'm a, I'm an action buff. Um, love action films, and. I just felt like it wasn't original. Hmm. I can see. Okay. I can it wasn't see. original. It, yeah. It's like, okay, let's just take um, Born Identity and 007 with a little bit of a Fast and Furious way in there. better than the Born movies. What? Oh, hold on. Let it finish. Okay. Just take a combo of those three and let's stuff them all in one movie with some really, like... Try to go over the top and unrelatable in any sense and put it into a movie. Um, it's a great, like, sit down and fold laundry <laughs> while watching an action film kind of movie. That, that, but that's, that's my opinion on it. So um, would I watch it again? Yeah, I, I would watch it again with someone, but it's not my favorite action film. Sounds like you need to watch it again and not be doing laundry this time. <laughs> I would like to revoke his right to have an opinion. I would no. like to watch it. Yeah, he didn't get a face tat, so we can't do that. No, I did not. <laughs> I think I like Matt Damon better than Ryan Gosling. No, wait, Matt I'm lying. Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. 
<laughs> I give it a 4.75 fill in stashes. Like a little bit, like <laughs> right over to here, huh? Just like three quarters of a stash. No, like it just, it starts about a quarter down from the nose. <laughs> And goes down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's even creepier. It's <laughs> a creep factor. Actually, we'll make it even more creepier. It'll be the bottom quarter <laughs> above the lip that's not there. Oh, those are terrible. <laughs> no, I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I liked it. It, it. it hit all the notes of a great movie. Um, without resorting to overly vulgar humor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a ton of gratuitous language, mm-hmm. sexualizing the female characters, which mm-hmm. they didn't do any of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was mostly action. Yeah, yeah. action. The but there was good dialogue. And there was, yeah, the dialogue like, was great, and it didn't have to resort to, Yeah, they weren't forcing it. We all know I love subtitles, and there was no subtitles that said, action scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. I mean, But they did subtitle the music, which was fun. It's always fun. Yeah. It did? They did. Yeah. Yeah, they subtitled the music. I think you guys had something turned on. No, it just says like oh, yeah, melancholy. Yeah, we always turn on the subtitles. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah Brian sense. can't really pay attention. To it's always funny when you see the suspicious or not suspicious, uh, suspenseful music. Suspenseful music plays. Yeah. We got to know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I like to watch ships watch while watching with and the ships are loud, so I with the music, do that. It's, it's fun. No idea what either of you just <laughs> said because you were both talking at the same time. I know, but I couldn't. Yeah. So four point seven five. So, yeah. What what? Let's go around and just say what was like our favorite point in the movie. You know what? What's the favorite thing that we, so, we liked out of it? Um, my my probably my favorite part was when they were at the hospital, hmm. and she's like, "Throw me your gun," and he tosses it to her, tosses a shotgun to her, <laughs> and she immediately runs off to go shoot the guy. The guy. And, like, as she runs off, he's reaching to grab the the shotgun rounds to throw them up to her, and she's gone. <laughs> then, you know, she tries to shoot the guy, and it clicks. And she's Wait. like, Why did you, <laughs> you threw me you an empty it? gun. You don't throw you never a loaded th- gun. Nobody throws a loaded gun. <laughs> but I think they do in most action movies. Yeah. But in this one, they were accurate. Which is <laughs> nice, because, yeah. no, you don't throw a loaded gun. It's not a good idea. No, not at all. Especially with the shotgun. <laughs> right. Kaboom. Especially. Oh, man. Um, and then he revisits that quote later with... Yes. Oh, yeah. What, what did she say later? Was, when he oh, yeah. If you're going to take one of their guns, make sure it's loaded. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. Hi... Man, I really liked the stuff towards the end where Chris Evans is basically using his own men as human shields in several, like, several times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, yeah, he's barely avoiding death by just grabbing people and throwing them in front of him. <laughs> is that Brannigan defense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think for me, 
Um, there's, I, I, I noticed a lot of callbacks to like Mission Impossible 007. Um, I think this was made uh, intentionally to like, kind of like as a, hey, we, we love, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, just mm. kind of a call out to all the um, parachutes but without, movies. But without getting too similar to those because it yeah. definitely wasn't a secret agent movie. Yeah. No, not yeah, at all. It was, it was kind of like what bad guys that they, that they get and turn them into these agents. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my, I think my favorite part was just the beginning of Chris Evans in the movie. I mean, he's got some guy with battery. <laughs> oh, man, he's torturing somebody. And he answers his cell phone in the middle of it. And at first he's mad because he's like, whose cell phone is it? And they're like, it's, it's yours, sir. Like, they're, they're terrified. It's kind of like that Darth Vader thing we were talking about earlier. These guys are terrified of him. He's crazy. But, he, yeah, he just did a good job. He kind of. <laughs> Has he talked yet? No, we're still we're still flirting, but he's yeah. coming along. I gotta admit that scene right there brought me back to Black Widow, when she was like torturing the guy and she takes the call. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Well, there's a connection to the Marvel Universe." Yes, yeah. because yeah, he's to do that. Yeah, yeah, that makes. And sense. I feel like she said something in that scene about flirting with the guy, or like, mm-hmm. and he did. That. I think that was the other way around because it was the guy that. It was the bad guy that answered the phone. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, wow. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of kicking it off that way. Yeah. It just, that got me really into it right there. It's a cool scene. Him play that role. (laughs) See, I thought the train looked pretty, the train scene was pretty cool. That was a cool scene. That was a pretty cool, like, yeah. Just the, the movement, different movement through the train, above the train, in the train. Just the different like dynamic of like trying to avoid avoid danger from every angle essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was pretty cool. And I'll have to watch it again, but like almost all, if not all, of the gunplay was actually realistic. Mm-hmm. Not like your Hollywoodized. I don't know how guns work, so this handgun's gonna shoot. 500 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the gun work was pretty realistic. Um, the CGI was a little over the top for me. Some of it was. It, it just, CGI? There was some. There was uh, some CGI yeah. in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Dude falling scene. out of the airplane, that was... That, yeah. Falling out of the airplane. Yep. Which just, is part of it, though. There was a dude... Falling out of the airplane, and you could see his face was very CGI face person. So with the parachute, like with right parachute, right yeah. before the parachute, his face mm. does look uh, like Polar Express. Not not yeah. as bad as Polar <laughs> Express, it but does. you could tell it's CGI. But like it's only, it's half a second of it, so you're just but, like, oh, that happened, and then it's gone, and you're like, back into it. I'm not too picky. It I'll doesn't take you out of it yeah. for a quick, any amount of time. But, I didn't see that. I do agree, the, the action sequences yeah. themselves, the fighting scenes... And it all that all seemed mm-hmm. fairly realistic. Well, I was maybe, like maybe a little they, over the top. Yeah, but, it was yeah. a little, you know, a little superhuman. I yeah, but it over like, the top. Mm. Well, yep. for an action film, probably not. No, yeah. I, but yeah, and I would say not for any film. But that's when you're talking about people that are at the height of ability for fighting, fighting each other. That was pretty spot on. I thought it was hilarious when he was like, yeah. how hard is it to shoot the guy handcuffed to the bench? 
<laughs> How many teams of people did yeah. he have going after him? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good scene. That whole scene was amazing. Yeah. But, so uh, actually, some of my favorite parts in the movie actually had to deal with um, the relationship between Six and um, Denise. 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 Yeah. Um, just you know, a lot of the action films still on like that romantic kind of relationship. Um, but here we we see kind of more of a father daughter, a little bit maybe. More um, niece and uncle, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of a relationship yeah, that's built. That cool. family dynamic, like I'm going to come after you no matter what and protect you, um, and do you know pretty much anything. If someone comes after you, I'm going to I'm going to take them down. Yeah. And hit the the one line it's oh it's just another Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I love that line. Yeah, um, and the callback to it. I knew like it was going to come back to. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, big time. So. Um, but yeah, I, I, that that was a refreshing part for me. Yeah. To that movie, so. I also thought it was a interesting end where they basically he kind of won. Okay, he, he, here's one of my like things that I'm just like, as I feel like they're trying to set up another a sequel to it. Um, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Just. Um, that the main, main, I mean, obviously Chris Evans is the main villain in this, but um, the guy pulling the strings from behind at the end of the day, like, still has control. Um, I felt like there could have been more closure. Because they set that guy up for I the conversation like a lot, but they didn't really... Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we all kind of knew from the get-go that he wasn't a good guy. Yeah. I feel like they're, but, they have to be doing something else after this so that they can leak that flash drive because that was what they were planning on doing and they never got to it. No, they did. No, they, they definitely, they they definitely leaked did. the flash oh, drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I wasn't paying attention at that point, which is not yeah. like I was paying attention. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really felt like it's just, I don't know, kind of copped out at the end. See, uh, I don't, I, I disagree, and oh. I'll tell you why. So, I think what they, I think uh, some of the stuff they did was just enough, right? You got just enough information, like you didn't need everybody's backstory, you know, any more backstory. Mm-hmm. I think they gave you just enough to get, like, the point across. And yeah, I felt like that's what they did with the ending. It's like, you hear the shots, okay, he took everybody out. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to see that, and I think the perfect way for that to play out was from what's her name hearing all that happening and because we're getting it from her perspective which is a fantastic way to end that yeah i thought it was really good that part no i agree that 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 ending scene was was good i just again would have liked more closure for the two characters that mm. were trying to the two harvard six. graduates yeah yeah yeah, that's just kind of what control six. Um, control six. That was his at word, the end. Um, they tell him, "Oh, you, you know, we'll put you back in prison, but we'll take you out sometimes because, yeah. like, we're gonna we gotta sell waiting for you." Oh yeah, we'll I think they they were some of them that got killed at the end there. Yeah, I can almost guarantee you. Oh, yeah, I, would, I would think so, it's but a good possibility. Killed. But yeah, we because they were all sure. there, we just don't know for sure. Yeah, felt like there should have been more closure for the the. The other secret agent that was helping him, and all was like, I she's just too. like, oh, I guess she's arrested, even though she helped him and helped the whole thing. 
Well, that's, that's kind of realistic, though. She, it's realistic. Well, she's not arrested. They showed that. She had her... Yeah, it did actually yeah, show that she was. at the end, she was... She had to keep her mouth shut because mm-hmm. they didn't have what they needed mm-hmm. because they were holding on to the girl. Mm-hmm. So, basically, right. if she opened her mouth, they were going to kill the little girl. Yeah. So, once he came in and killed all of them, that's... Everybody, they're safe now. Because there's nobody to. I gotta also argue say the point. For uh, for her character, what a dedicated employee. She really wanted <laughs> yeah, to like. Yeah, she really just wanted to keep her job. That was like her main motivation. Yeah. Dude, the moment I hear I'm gonna well, put the scapegoat I mean, on yeah. Yeah. At least at the beginning it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, I think, you know, if you work for the CIA as an agent and your reputation is is jacked up by villains, they do a little more than fire you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was a little more than just wanting to keep her career. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I love the depth of character in the one assassin that worked by himself, the Indian guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as he knew that they Wait, were willing to... Because everything was all about... A, it was um, all about the money until yeah, he found out what exactly what they were doing. It was all about acceptable losses. Like, oh, well, we need to do this, so it's okay if there's a... I love his line, there's no honor in these guys. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, I'm done. You know, we don't need to fight anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, he's going, like, he was going for an easy fight, and then he, well, once he realized, like, it's going to be another hard fight. No, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Well, he was going for really good money, and he just said, that money is not worth you killing. Oh, you're going to kill a girl? He could tell. As soon as he found out that, he was in the room while everything's going on, and he's just watching at that point. Well, he mm-hmm. does make a little bit of a stand, but then decides to be done with it after that. These are not honorable. You are no knight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Call back to the worst movie ever made. <laughs> Unless you're Steven, and then you think it's like the second best. What was his what? birthday? What? Huh? Wasn't that your birthday? Yeah, we went to see Green Knight for his birthday. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was... It was that was the episode around your birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay. One more part that I really enjoyed was just the the fight on the plane because it uses a little bit of uniqueness yeah. with the smoke bombs. I think. You know, I felt like it was like, oh, that's kind of that for, cool. for a plane like getting uh, something out the the side. Yeah. <laughs> just like boom. You know, I felt like that was actually pretty realistic of what would actually happen. Yeah. Yeah, in real life, like a lot of these plane scenes in movies, you know, like they have all these like action, like shooting scenes in the plane. It's like that would not go over well. Not, yeah, <laughs> there's a puncture. Yeah, exactly. The plane's point, gonna go though, down. That kind of was unreal to me. And they're fighting in the plane, and then there's everybody's pretty much gone except for one dude who comes out specifically to start fighting with Ryan Gosling. Well, it like, wouldn't be an action film if that was. Well, I mean, like <laughs> everybody else has like been thrown out of the plane. This guy just like comes. There's always there's there's like, always another person yeah, ready to fight. To so because well, they were all working to try to get to him, they're, they're not all going to get to him at once at the same exact time. Come on, yeah. Christy. No, it should no, no. That would have been worse. Yeah, I do feel like the, I do feel worse. like the last guy might have been like, yeah, I need to get out of this plane. I yeah, but, but the way to get out of the plane was basically okay. I got to go parachute. through this guy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He kept getting a parachute, and he kept the parachute, the parachute was the issue. Yeah. yeah. And he, so, do you think his fighting style with the little smoke bombs or whatever was 
over the top, or was that cool? It's meant to distract. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's not over the top. Visually, that's it, I'm going to use everything. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. yeah. So I'm going to use everything yeah. that I can get my hands yeah. on to distract these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was. I thought it visually it looked pretty cool. So yeah. I don't think it was too over the top. It had a little like um, ninja type stuff to it. Well, right? and it was, uh, you know, with a lot of this they were showing off like this fighting style of basically use anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 MacGyver it. I like that a lot. Jackie Chan. Literally at the beginning, they're fighting in fireworks. They're going off. Yeah, that was cool. That was super cool. That's what I'm saying, man. The visuals of the thing. Yeah, I don't think they would all be deaf by the end of that scene. Yeah, (laughs) but it was cool. Yeah, Yeah, the other agents like telling them all this stuff, and he got his eardrum blown out. (laughs) They should be bleeding from the ears. It would be stop whispering. It would be kind of funny if, like, at the very end of that, he's like. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Can't hear you. Just kind of like pats his ear. Yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty cool though. Fireworks are loud. I really did love the way that Chris Evans hated having half his hand blown off. That whole shot was <laughs> was great, bro. It's like, oh, please, please don't shoot me! Oh, look what you did to my hand! And he grabs her. He like punches with the, that hand. With oh, the, I know. Yeah, he's he's like, like, ah! and, he's, and he's like kicking stuff like a little kid. Oh, oh yeah, his tantrums were were yeah. actually kind of great. Yeah, <laughs> they were. It, that uh, yeah, it just solidified his being unhinged. <laughs> It's like, yeah, this guy throws fits when it doesn't go his way, like big time. (laughs) When he comes out of the room, when uh, six escapes, (laughs) the dead guys are in the corridor. He shoots the bodies. bodies. Yep, yep. Like, dude, they're dead. Well, he shoots the first body, then runs up and kicks the other (laughs) one. Yeah. Yeah, I think he he plays chaotic pretty well. Like, yeah, yeah, that would definitely be a chaotic, chaotic evil character. I think definitely <laughs> do everything you can to to make it your way. It it makes him a little bit more likable as an evil villain. Like just like, yeah, you just kind of like him, even though you're like this guy's terrible. <laughs> yeah, which that also drives home just how bad he is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Worth it. Watch it. Enjoy it. I do like the scene with the trapdoor. Oh my goodness. Oh. Trapdoor. Didn't see that. <laughs> Didn't, yeah. see that Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I saw it in the show Disenchantment, you know, the king like gets him in the trapdoor. I don't think Six watched Disenchantment. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> oh the yeah, the trapdoor thing actually that like awesome. that got me that actually got me. I was very surprised. Yeah. yeah. Well surprising. and it was great because he was looking around because he knew something was gonna go down, but yeah. like the one thing he didn't think of. Below <laughs> you. It'll, yeah, it's teach, this movie teaches me always look down. Yeah. And up. Yeah. And around. And probably around. side to side too. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly down. Always look at stuff. Yeah. If you're standing on a giant red X, you should probably move. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, that's what marks the spot. So you could dig there. So, <laughs> that's a black X. You could dig well, no, your it's own a red grave X and then you end up like Orin. <laughs> Goonies never say that. Don't go get a fake ID. Yeah, that is exactly, this is the movie I'm showing to my teenager for that reason. Yep. No fake IDs. Yeah. 
Don't, door. Yeah, if if you door. find a flyer that's, you know, they're, they're looking for some black ops guy to capture or kill, um, don't, don't call the guys that are looking for that guy because you'll probably get three bullets to the chest when you ask for your payment. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he didn't Poor guy. So yeah. Traps the guy and gets so killed for it. Give me my money. You know. That was bad. Hey, I found your guy that everybody's looking for, but nobody knows exists. Thanks. Can you pay me now? <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. Excellent. So that was cheaper. Well, of course. <laughs> That's true. It's the best way to do commerce. <laughs> <laughs> I pay with bullets. So is that how you lost yeah, but, your hand, Brian? Yes. You eliminate you eliminate all your suppliers and then you have no commerce. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Isn't bullets how you're supposed to tip at shooters? Yeah. 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 You just you makes sense. You don't yeah. put them in a gun and shoot them. You hand no, it's your waitress <laughs> because yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bad all service. Right. Final thoughts. <laughs> Any final thoughts on this? Don't. No. Um. Um. I would say at least watch it once. Yeah, you either like it or you don't. Yeah, for sure. I I enjoyed, like, I know I gave it a lower rating. I still enjoyed it. Still enjoyed the action. So. Yeah. If you got Netflix, definitely check it out. Yeah. I think I I I enjoyed this as much as I've enjoyed any of the recent Netflix action stuff. For sure. It is Netflix's most expensive budget. Wasn't like three hundred fifty million or something. Was it like really? That? Yeah, two hundred million. Two hundred. Yes. Okay. Sorry, CGI scene. but yeah. for the rest of it was shot on GoPro. <laughs> I love how you reference Polar Express. All I could see was Todd Hanks in that scene, just like. <laughs> oh goodness. Anyway, it's worth and it. Solo thinks you should see it. Yeah. Their Oracle already told you to see it. Probably if you see Chris Evans with that mustache and you want to grow a mustache, don't do it like that or they'll think you're a psycho. Only if you look like Chris Evans. Yeah. I don't know. That mustache is pretty... I am now going to start calling that a trash stash. Trash stash. Anytime I see it, trash stash. Trash stash. Yep. I think it was a solid overall movie, but it was you know not the not the best action movie I've ever seen, but it was good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it, so that's pretty. Yeah. I think it's the the highest praise I'll give it, but you know. Yeah. For for a Netflix yeah. series. Yeah. Give it a try. You to it. Yeah, for movie. Sure. Yeah. Move. Sorry, I didn't mean to say series. My bad. It's very okay. short series. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would One say, episode series. I would say we're a little fortunate right now. We got two really good movies on on two different streaming services between Prey and... I haven't gotten to see Prey yet. Prey's really good. So yeah. if you have Hulu or Netflix, you got two good I movies to Hulu, check out. So I haven't seen it yet. Prey. Yeah. I don't know what that one is. Predator. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. It's a Predator movie. This week. Oh, it's good. And it, yeah, it's been getting really good reviews. Like I haven't, I've only heard good things about it so far. Uh, uh, Trucker Dave says it's really good. Yes, oh, he I does. believe in Trucker Dave's things. Thanks. You know who else says it's really good? Mark Brooks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the comic book artist and Mark Brooks. 
Jesse Ventura. With that, I think we should probably wrap up this episode of Comic Talk 616. Thank you very much for listening. I am Matt, the chaotic evil Moon Baron. I'm Steve. I'm Josh, the button pusher. I'm Han Solo. And just to let you guys know, I um, tried out for that part in the movie at, as Chris Evans' part. Um, but when they you didn't have did enough the fingers. scene where they wanted to shoot the fingers off, I raised my arm and they realized my hand was already missing, so they fired me. So I am the Oracle. That's not. <laughs> and this is Mike. <laughs> Oh, that was a very passive-aggressive... I am the Oracle. (laughs) I love the Oracle. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for checking us out this week, and we will see you next week.